Bidzy Small Business Society number 189. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Hey guys, quick message to let you know I've teamed up with Audible and I wanted to give you the opportunity to try their platform free for 30 days. And along with that 30-day free trial is a free audiobook download from a library of over 180,000 titles. I recently listened to Tim Ferriss' 4-Hour Workweek and you'll find other audiobooks from great entrepreneurs like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, as well as tons of other nonfiction and fiction authors. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy, B-I-D-S-Y. Try it free for 30 days. There's no obligation. You've got nothing to lose and a free audiobook download to gain. That's at audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am chatting with Joe Kasherba. Joe is the founder at Kasherba Web Design Group, a freelance web design business he started back in high school that is now a digital agency with a virtual team and clients all over the world. He went from building $300 websites to building $30,000 websites and now manages six-figure digital ad budgets for large companies. Joe parlays that experience in advising and mentoring other freelance web designers and digital agency owners, giving insights on how to develop and grow their businesses. Welcome, Joe. Glad we could connect. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about what projects you're working on today? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to talking. So, yeah, basically, you know, I started this business when I was in high school and so the freelance web design was something I did all, all through high school and college on the side. And then at the end of college, I was involved in a startup company that sort of failed and fell apart during graduation week. And so I graduated with no, no job lined up and no startup. And so I had <laughs> to, yeah, it was, it, it was pretty tough. My friends were, were getting jobs at Amazon and Oracle and places like that. And I had to make the web design business work because that was sort of all I had. Um, you know, I moved back in with my parents and everything. And then, you know, after quite a bit of struggle, I grew it into a digital agency and now we have a virtual team. We have project managers and everything like that. And now the other thing I'm doing is having built that business, I'm shifting some of my focus to building another business where I'm helping freelancers, web designers, digital agency owners develop and scale their businesses. And so that's sort of my new my new project is building that business. Yeah, awesome. Just doing a little bit of that coaching, right? Yeah, exactly. Doing coaching, doing video programs and, and that kind of thing because I've always had an interest in teaching and um, never for, sort of found an outlet for that interest until now. 
Awesome. Now, why were you doing this on the side in high school? Did you have friends or family who needed a website or was it a self-serving need or? Yeah. So what happened was I had a, I had a, I had some friends in high school that had a band and the first entrepreneurial thing that I ever did was they, they played a, a show at, at a local restaurant and I filmed them playing at this restaurant and sold videotapes of them playing to their parents. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, um, that sort of turned into to a video production business. My goal was to get other video production projects and clients. And in, in order to get, in order to do that, I built a website for the video production business. But um, what ended up happening, happening was people saw that and started asking me to do websites for them. And nobody was really interested in the video production services. So it, it sort of morphed into a web design business because that was what, uh, what the need in the market seemed to be. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that sort of acts as a microcosm for what you're doing right now, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, part of part of what an entrepreneur has to do is, is look out into the market and see where there's, where there's needs. And uh, I think that's one of the big mistakes that entrepreneurs make is they think about what they want to do. You know, I was thinking I wanted to do video production, but I wasn't um, at first there. I, I, I wasn't thinking what, what was the need and what... Um, you know, what could I actually do for people that they actually needed? Yeah, it's that build it and they will come mentality. It doesn't always work. So what did you do off the start to test your idea, Joe? Yeah, I mean, you mean the um, the web design business or this coaching? And sure, the- or, or, the, or the coaching. I mean, if there's parallels in both that might resonate with our listeners today, let's hear them, man. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I think the web design business, it was a long sort of process of figuring out. I mean, it, there was years of just doing freelance work on the side, you know, somebody, my mom would meet somebody and I do a project for them or something like that. Whereas once I finally had built that business and I had a variety of startups along the way that failed or, or had some mild success, it was, you know, about a year ago that I was ready to start this coaching and video uh, course and everything business for other web designers and agency owners. And so I sort of took all, everything that I'd learned up until that point to to start that business. And so the first thing that I did was I ran I ran some ads on Facebook with with no intention of selling anything to anybody, but the my only intention was to schedule calls with web designers and freelancers and just talk to them about what was going on, what challenges they were facing and that kind of thing. And so, you know, I actually invested money in advertising just to do that, just to set up a bunch of calls and talk to people so I could start sort of piecing together what to offer them. Yeah, that's awesome. And obviously, it's not just monetary with the the ads, but you're taking your time to talk to all of these people who really want to get this stuff out and find a solution to their own problems, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that was, it was interesting because even though I'm in the space, even though I was a freelancer and now I'm an, I'm an agency owner, it was still very valuable to talk to, to more people in the space and see you know, what problems do they have that are similar to mine? You know, what other problems they have, things like that. And, you know, that, you know, this whole idea of talking to your potential customers and learning more about their needs and problems is something that's almost sounds cliche because so many, so many people recommend doing that. And I think entrepreneurs are, uh, sort of want to skip that, but it's absolutely the case. You know, the more you can get dialed in on what people's real problems are and what their needs are, the you sort of can't fake it. 
you have to really get dialed in. That makes some sense. It, it totally does, man. I think a lot of us, myself included, you know, with, a, with some of the ideas that we have, we just build them without first, again, I like to use the word test. I really follow the lean startup, Eric Reese. But uh, I think we need to do the reverse. We need to first do that test. We need to uh, find the information and then build it based on those needs, right? That sounds like exactly what you did, right? Yeah, absolutely. You need you need to test and talk to people. And and the other thing that I think is, you know, some people think is strange is when I initially started putting together a, a coaching and video uh, video training program. Actually, you know, when I, sort of the next step when I was actually at the level to start selling it to people, I still hadn't developed a lot of the trainings. And sometimes people think that's strange, but what I wanted to do is I actually wanted to talk to people and. You know, the, the actual students that I was was training, and they'd say, you know, we're really having this problem, or we really want to learn this, and so I'd go and create the training, and so I actually built the training with my the initial students that I first started working with. Matt, great stuff. So valuable, so actionable, Joe. Thanks so much for that. Now, Joe, you are enjoying success, but it likely wasn't always that way. I want to take, I want you to take us back to your biggest challenge in business or otherwise, but what sticks out in your mind as your biggest challenge? And here we want more actionable steps on what you did to really embrace and overcome that specific challenge. Hmm, biggest challenge. Yeah. Let me see here. So probably the biggest, sort of the most difficult time in, in business was at the end of college, I had this, I had this startup company that was it was a website builder similar to Squarespace or Wix or something like that. And, you know, basically I'd been doing this web design and I had this idea that we were going to, um, that the market was sort of moving in the direction of these website builders. I actually have a, as a side note, I have a different opinion about that now, but <laughs> I, I had... Keep that in mind for, for after this thought, okay? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so I built this website builder thing. I spent six months developing it and I best invested a bunch of money and it, and it failed completely. I never got even one person to, to, uh, pay $9 a month, I think is what I was charging. And so I graduated and that wasn't working. And I, I had a few freelance web design clients, but that wasn't much. And it, it was just a really, really hard time because for years I had sort of thought of myself as this entrepreneur and thought I knew about business and I, and I, couldn't get anything off the ground. I thought about combining the web design business and the this startup to have Ooh, this that weird, might make it even more complex, right? Yeah, yeah. it was going to be this weird business where for you know nine dollars a month you could build it yourself, or for two hundred bucks I'd build it for you. Or it was some, it was just going to be a disaster. Um, and I, I think the the thing that the step that sort of started things in the right direction was cutting things out and being deciding I'm done with this website builder and I'm done with that and this is the one thing I'm going to focus on because which was the web design business which was um, the freelance business and specifically going after local clients is what I decided to do but the more and more things that I identified different businesses I had attempted or things I was projects I was starting the more things I just cut and I decided I'm going to focus on this one thing that was that was really a key a key piece. Awesome, yeah. I think uh, it's cliche. It might be cliche, but I just hear it all the time, man. Niche down. That's what you did, right? Yeah, I mean, it was it was two pieces. It was it was it was niching down in terms of 
you know, focusing on local clients. And it was also just, I think as entrepreneurs, we're almost a little bit, uh, a lot of people are a little bit ADD and, you know, wanting to, you know, going back and forth on different things to focus on. And, you know, overall in my whole business career, I've seen, seen that if I would have just focused my attention more you know, the, the results I could have had would have been exponentially more. And the times when I did succeed, it's when I really got focused, not just on my, who my ideal clients are and niching down, but on, you know, not doing a hundred businesses at once and a hundred different projects and trying a 10 zillion different marketing strategies, but just really getting narrowed in on, I'm going to focus on getting this business to work with this marketing strategy, selling this one particular service. Love it, man. Consistent long-term effort. Yeah. I mean, instead of, you know, thinking that we have the next I, next idea, we have this romantic idea that we have the next million-dollar startup or whatever. We're going to throw a hundred of them out there and hopefully one sticks, right? Let's just, uh, like you said, niche down, find that one idea and be consistent, right, Joe? Yeah. And, and, and also, you know, realizing that just because you're focusing just for this just because you've declared that say for the next year you're going to focus on this one business or this one product or this one service doesn't mean that next year you can't switch to something else or that next year something else might make sense but if you're chasing all these rabbits you're never going to get any of them yep like it now you said you had a different opinion on uh the sort of do it yourself like the drag and drop web builders joe can you expand on that yeah, you know, I, I had this idea that the web design industry was dying and that everybody was switching to these website builders and everything. And I talked to a lot of web designers and freelancers that have that fear. You know, they, they talk to people who don't want to pay for a website. They just want to build it themselves a Squarespace or something. And everybody has this idea that the web design industry is dying. And what I've identified is that it's not that the web design industry is dying. It's that the the market is getting more sophisticated and and by by that i mean business owners that are buying websites and so what's really happening is that the business owners that are buying you know using squarespace or something to build their own website today are the people that 5 years ago would not have had a website at all and the people that 5 years ago would have wanted to you know pay a web designer you know, a thousand bucks or five hundred dollars to get a website built just to check it off their list. They're getting more sophisticated, and now they're ready to invest more money and you know actually use the internet to grow their business and do online marketing and things like that. And so, and so it's just sort of across the board, everybody's getting more sophisticated. So this is not the time to be a web designer that's ch trying to sell cheap websites because it's hard to compete with Squarespace. But if you're a web designer that can help people actually grow their business with 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 a website and with digital marketing or online marketing, you know this is the time to do that. It's it's about market sophistication, not about the industry itself dying. Does that make sense? Absolutely, man. I gotta tend to agree. Like if I come across a website and it's made with Wix or Squarespace. Matt, it just doesn't have it doesn't resonate. It doesn't have the same impact as something that's built by Kersherba, right? It's not the same thing, right? Absolutely. But for those business owners that, you know, don't have so for those businesses that they don't have a marketing budget, they're not looking to get a ton of clients online, but they would like to have a web presence, it works for them. It's better than nothing. And so everybody has different places in the market. And I think sometimes there's this idea of competition, but it's really um, 
you know, there are different clients that are better fit for, for different companies. Yep. No, absolutely. Now, let's flip this thing. What are your rewards, Joe? Why is it so great to be Joe Kasherba? Well, I think one of the coolest things is that I've been able to build the business in such the, the web design business, the digital agency, in such a way that it's virtual and it's sort of a lifestyle business. I sometimes like to call it a lifestyle agency. So, you know, my team is virtual, everybody works from home, and I've been able to build a business in such a way that I can travel, you know. So I, I, about a third, a third of the year I'm somewhere else, I'm traveling. You know, I was just a few months ago, I was in Ireland with my girlfriend, and we were we were in this middle of, the no, middle of nowhere Ireland. We were in, in a place in Ireland that was so remote that there wasn't even an address to, at, to the place we were staying. There was just <laughs> GPS coordinates. And while I'm there, my project managers are meeting with clients, a salesperson we just started working with was closing deals. And I think having built the business in such a way that I can do that and the business still runs is really um, something I'm proud of that, that uh, adds a lot to my life. And I always encourage business owners to think about the lifestyle they want and build that business and not just not just the money that they want. Absolutely, man. And just being virtual, you're not worried about those leases and all the other things that come with running an expensive downtown office, for instance, right, Joe? Oh, absolutely. And there was a time there was a time in my life where sort of the next step was to get an office and get, you know, you know, sort of fill it up with with employees that would be in person and things like it that. Seems and, to legitimize it, right, in a certain way, like. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of it. A lot of people have a sort of limiting belief that they need that. Um, right. But I decided against it, and, and, and part of it was realizing that, you know, I could increase my revenue, but once I did that and I had a lease and I had all this stuff, you know, the, the profit itself wouldn't grow. So that was important to me to, to build a business in such a way that was high profit margin too. Um, but yeah, there was sort of a point where I had to decide which direction I wanted to go. Yep, awesome. High profit margin, man. That's going to allow you to keep bringing your A game and keep doing what you do. Now, let's talk about your clients. How are you finding people who need websites or web developers who need a mentor, Joe? Help the aspiring entrepreneur understand a few things about gaining some traction in a really loud and cluttered marketing and social media landscape. Well, I mean, the, the first thing that I tell people, which seems so obvious um, once you know it, but so people don't do it, is if you want clients consistently, you have to do marketing consistently. And so many web designers I talk to, you know, say they need more clients. Then I ask, okay, well, what did you do today to get more clients? And they can't come up with anything. And so, you know, I always tell people they need to start doing marketing consistently, whether that's running ads on Facebook or Google consistently, which is at the, at at this stage in our business, with the web design business as well as with this coaching business, we're doing a ton of paid paid advertising online, a combination of Google AdWords and Facebook advertising. But if somebody's just starting out, they can do things like sending out cold email to people or prospecting on LinkedIn. It's you know, just finding people who are an ideal fit on LinkedIn and reaching out to them or sending out direct mail. The point is that it needs to be consistent and it needs to be a habit. So if you're going to send out cold email, you need to wake up every morning and spend an hour sending out cold email or you know, spend an hour contacting people on LinkedIn. But it needs to be something that's consistent, not just every once in a while you, know, you decide to do a little bit of marketing. 
Yeah, for sure, man. That consistency is so key. And I like that you're pointing out some of the, um, you know, financially free options, like the, the the stuff that doesn't cost money. Find those groups on LinkedIn. Find those groups on Facebook. I mean, send cold emails. This is just going to cost you your time. I mean, this is a low-cost way to do that consistent marketing, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I always tell people that, you know, I, I feel like the, the sort of map, if we're looking at that's sort of what's the map to building a successful business you know, especially a service-based business like web design business, it's you start with those marketing strategies that have little cost, that take some time, and as you start getting more and more clients that way, you start transitioning to the paid marketing strategies like Facebook advertising and Google AdWords, and you scale the business that way. Um, you know, and, and that's how you do it. People always ask me how you actually scale the business, and that's the process. It's that transition from those unpaid marketing strategies to those paid ones. Well, sure. It's like that roofer who starts with a Wix website. He pays you a thousand bucks to build him a site five years ago, and today he's paying you ten thousand bucks to build him a way more sophisticated site, right? Yep, absolutely. Same idea. Yeah, we're talking about social media now, Joe. In your opinion, what will be the dominant platform in the next twelve to twenty-four months, and why? Facebook advertising is is insane right now. Um, you know, people are. I still talk to people sometimes that that ask, "Well, is is Facebook really make sense for business to business, or if I'm selling a service to business?" And really, Facebook is going crazy. People are, you know, building entire businesses on Facebook. And you know, I, I think right now we're still in the heyday of. You know, Facebook is where it's at right now. Now, I still love Google AdWords. We do a ton of marketing in Google AdWords and still help a lot of web designers do Google AdWords. But the, where it's at right now, you know, or you know, over the next year, it's going to be Facebook. Your type of business lends itself well to Google AdWords. I think there's a good way. We should make that distinction. Certain businesses will do better with Google AdWords than others. Is that right? Oh, uh, that's a really, really important distinction because I think, you know, one of the mistakes is this. Is, is trying to figure out what's hot right now because one thing works better you know, than the other for depending on what you're trying to do. With Google AdWords, if you're trying to sell a service like web design, like you know, roofing or plumbing or sort of anything where people know that they need that service, Google AdWords is the, the best thing ever because people are actually on there searching. You know, they're actually on Google searching for somebody to build them a website. So that's absolutely the place for it. Even, even though Google AdWords has been around for a while, even though the cost per click is high, you know, despite sort of some of the negative things people talk about Google AdWords, you can, you know, we, we're able to get a 10, 10 to 1 return on our investment when we're, you know, getting web design clients on AdWords. 10 to 1. And awesome, then, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. And then, you know, on the other side, Facebook advertising is really hot right now. And there's a lot of things that are really perfect for Facebook advertising, but they're different things. For the, when we're looking to get coaching clients and clients into our video programs, we use Facebook almost exclusively because people don't, tip, people don't typically wake up in the morning and think, I want a coaching program or I want a video program. They wake up in the morning with a problem, and then when they see on Facebook somebody offering to solve that problem, they, they click on that ad and go through that process. But, the, yeah, the bottom line is you, it, AdWords versus Facebook versus something else, it's, it's about what you're selling, it's about how you're selling it, about, it's about who your ideal clients are. It's not necessarily that one platform is better than another. For sure. Very important. 
Now, Joe, what are two or three things that make Facebook ads specifically so important and so effective? Facebook advertising, it's actually two things. The, the thing that people always say, which I always sort of talked about for a long time, was that you can target people really specifically. You can get, you know, target people this age in this location who like this thing or have, you can go do things like people who test drove a Mercedes in the last 90 days or people who owe this much on their house. Or It's crazy what you can target on Facebook. But, but the other thing that's cool about Facebook is that they have a really powerful algorithm, sort of an artificial intelligence program that actually goes out and finds your, finds your ideal um, people on Facebook. And so that's what's, what's really cool. You can tell, tell Facebook, you know, we want to optimize our ads and who sees our ads um, based on who actually signs up for our free offer. And Facebook will actually go out and test. They'll show the ad to these kind of people or these kind of people or people like this or that. And it'll actually figure out the best people to show your, your ad to. And so that's extremely, extremely powerful if you do it right. Hmm. Interesting. So in the case that that doesn't work initially, their algorithm will go and find someone else who is uh, more interested in the ad. Is that right? Or do you have to go in and readjust the ad yourself is what I'm asking, I guess. No, it will do it itself. You give it some the, – the, be- the correct way you know, to do Facebook advertising right now is rather than diving into all those really fancy ways to target people based on their income and how much they owe in their house and all this crazy stuff, you give Facebook a basic idea of who you want to see your ads and say optimize, optimize for you know, um, people who sign up for this offer. And Facebook will actually see which people click on the ad, which people actually sign up for the offer, and it will sort of optimize who it chose it to based on the data it's it's collecting about who's actually uh, signing up for that offer. Does that make sense? Awesome. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, like I, I have a pretty base uh, understanding of how those Facebook ad ads work, but I think I just need to go in there and just play with those tools a little bit further. I assume that they're all there, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, the... Both both Facebook advertising and Google AdWords are super powerful, and you know you you really have to spend the time learning learning how to use them right. Yeah, for sure. Now, Joe, let's have a little bit of fun, man. I want to ask, which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration? Absolutely. Well, I have, I love um, I love Tony Robbins. I you know done some of his books and courses and things. I love Eben Pagan. You're familiar with him. He has some really good productivity and marketing training. He was sort of the first first person I looked to when I started learning marketing. Um, so those are two probably two of the ones I'd really point to. Tony Robbins sort of for mindset and, and everything like that, and Evan Pagan for marketing and productivity. Awesome. We'll have to look up Evan after a conversation. Haven't heard of him before. so Absolutely. Now, yeah, let me make another little shift here. Do you love to win or hate to lose, and why, Joe? I love to win. I um, I feel like that was, and the reason is because I took the time to train myself to be that way. I feel like human beings are naturally avoidant of loss. I think that's sort of a one of those cognitive biases that people have, and so I feel like I identified that in myself a number of years ago. And specifically took the time to reaffirm, you know, every morning I actually wrote down different 
sort of um, affirmations that I did. And one of them was basically that 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 I'm focused on what I'm going to get rather than uh, you know avoiding loss. And, and so the answer is it's become it's something I actually work towards. Yep, awesome. It sounds like too. If we just go back in our conversation, our short conversation here, Joe, it sounds like you took some of the lessons from those early startup quote unquote failures and you turned those into wins, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, every I've had business after business that's failed, but all of that is worth all of that I learned from those those businesses failing is worth way more than than the money and time that I lost. I mean, that's absolutely the case. Yep, great stuff. Now, what are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? I need to do more. Um, <laughs> I need to work on that more. Then one new thing that's sort of funny, uh, my girlfriend and I, we just bought a Wii. So I've been playing the new Donkey Kong game. And so it's a little bit, uh, I don't know, I feel indulgent or something because I'm not working. But I'm, you know, before bed, I'm going and playing Donkey Kong. Hey, we uh, uses your body though, right? So at least you're getting some physical activity in there, right? Exactly. That's right. <laughs> that's, my, that's my excuse. Awesome, man. Now, boil this thing down for us. What is the one piece of advice you want to leave with that up-and-coming agency owner or really any business owner about diving in and succeeding like you have? I would say that to, to, to a young entrepreneur that's just looking to get into business, the, the, the piece of advice I would give is that they just need to get into some business. Don't wait for that, that next Facebook idea or that thing that's you know, going to be the greatest idea you've ever come up with. Just get into business so you can start learning because you really need to start learning. That would be my advice to a young entrepreneur that's just getting started. To an agency owner, to a web designer, to somebody with an established business, I would tell them, Step one is that you need to get really dialed in on who your ideal clients are and what you can really specialize in and sort of start cutting additional services and other all the extra things you're doing. Once you figure out who your ideal clients are and what your that main thing you can specialize in is, start marketing to sell that and figure out a marketing strategy that works. And once you have a marketing strategy that, that, that works, it's just a matter of scaling that up and moving to you know, additional, you know, paid marketing strategies or other strategies once you max them out. Awesome, Ben. And the last step there would be to consult with Joe Kasherba at the Kasherba Web Design Group. Joe, if people want to learn more about you and your business and how you can help them with their businesses, how can they connect? Absolutely. On the uh, web design and digital agency side, that's um, kasherbawebdesign.com. And if you're a freelancer or a web designer or an agency owner that w would like to grow your business, it's agencyaccelerator.guru. Awesome, man. Joe, this has been great. I learned a lot about Facebook specifically today. So thanks for that, man. Thank you for taking the time to join us on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thank you so much. Looking for more great audio content? Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy for a free audiobook download and access to a library of over 180,000 titles. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. 
rate and review Bitsy Small Business Society today.